Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason on Inside Sources. Severe Utah weather, special coverage on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, different kind of rage in recent today. The rage is the uh, storm uh, that has worked its way through. We're not sure if it's going to be reasonable moving forward. So we turn to our good friend, Kevin Eubank, his chief meteorologist, of course, at KSL TV, joins us on the line. Kevin, uh, been a busy couple of days for you. And uh, let's start with where we've been. What have we actually seen? Give us some perspective uh, on the storm. So this has been an awesome storm. It's probably the largest storm of the season we've had here in the valleys And to give you some perspective, Salt Lake International Airport coming up on 16 inches of snow. That's the entire month's worth of February snowfall in a single storm. In fact, it's almost one and a half times that much. Out in the Tooele Valley, 20 to 24 inches. Cottonwood Heights, a foot and a half. Suncrest atop the Draper Bench, two feet. So huge, huge snow and really good water in this snow. It's a heavy snow, so it hurts to shovel and move around. But it sure is a boon for the water supply. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, it, I think everyone has just been um, mind-boggled in terms of uh, what actually came down and continued to come down as we worked uh, our way through the early morning hours and through the commute. Uh, give us where, give us a sense of where we are right now in terms of the storm, uh, and then we can start looking at uh, what comes next. So we're 90% through this storm. The last 10% will come here in the next six hours. So Some light snowfall will continue with a little accumulation up on the benches in the mountains through the afternoon commute. After dark, it starts to taper off, and we'll go partly cloudy in the overnight. Then the emphasis kind of shifts to southern Utah, where the next storm comes in tomorrow and continues to bring rain and snow to the St. George area, snow from Cedar City up to Fillmore, um, over through Richfield. So central southern Utah still has two more days of storminess. Both Thursday and Friday will be very active south of the Wasatch Front. Yeah, and put this in perspective, of course, everyone's uh, cheering uh, because we need the water. And so uh, you mentioned this is a a heavy snow, a wet snow. Uh, Give us some perspective in terms of what does this mean in terms of the drought? How does this help us as we start looking towards spring? So every little bit helps. You've heard me say it before. It's a holistic approach to drought recovery. It takes as many years to get out of one as it took to get into one. This year is the turnaround year. This is the pivot point where we actually have gone from drought conditions to now starting to enter into recovery conditions. So this kind of a storm is just one in a series this year, but it's super helpful. It has to keep coming in order for us to capitalize on capturing the water and starting to replenish our reservoirs. 
So we had a really good December, a really good January. And then it kind of shut off. First of February, it was kind of slow. We didn't get the big storms. But we're finishing February super strong, and that will actually make up for the last three weeks where we didn't get a lot of storminess. And it just keeps us on track to uh, to finish with a well above normal year and in some cases approaching record-breaking. Yeah. Well, one of the things that makes you so extraordinary at your job is that you are forever curious about what's going on or how it happened or what happened. Uh, so give us a sense. Uh, anything surprise you out of this storm or uh, what have you learned from it? This was a super weird storm, and I'll tell you why. As the low pressure came in, it was going to come, and it was going to kind of spin and evolve over Utah. So we knew the totals were going to be big. But what happened is as the low came in, we actually created a little bit of an east wind or a little shadow over areas in Davis County that really do very, very well. And that pushed the big totals out to Salt Lake, Magna, and Tooele which is a very unusual pattern to have. We generally don't get some of the biggest levels out of the Salt Lake International Airport, and that's what we got out of this storm. So kind of an an interesting nuance to how the storm evolved over us, but the bottom line is, and I know it's a huge inconvenience. I've seen the accidents. I've been myself out shoveling for the last four hours, so my back hurts. I've got Advil in the system. I get it. The truth is this is a win for us. We so need this water. And while it's definitely inconvenient, it is truly a blessing to finally get it. You're, you're truly a, a meteorologist of the people. You're you're out there with us <laughs> shoveling. We all shovel the same snow, boys. <laughs> That's right. It all moves the same way. Uh, and then finally, before I let you go, because I know you got more to get ready for as we roll into the evening hours, uh, give us the prospects in terms of what comes next. In terms of Sunday, we see some things on the horizon. What should we be anticipating or planning for? Uh, do we need to get back out for uh, more bags of salt? A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. No, it looks like the piece that's coming in Sunday night, Monday, is smaller, significantly smaller Uh, And it has the potential to bring one to three inches to the valleys. So nothing like the storm we just went through, but it is kind of the next in the series. So after the little Thursday, Friday, Southern Utah, Saturday's a break. Sunday, we get a little peace, but it looks to be Sunday evening into Monday. Um, It may have an impact on the Monday morning commute. Still a couple, too little too far out to nail down the hours on that. But um, that's kind of the next one dealing with. And, And in comparison, very, very small compared to where we've been. Uh, fantastic. As always, best of the best. Kevin Eubank, Chief Meteorologist here at KSL-TV. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us. And yes, Advil will unite us all as we go into the <laughs> evening tonight. <laughs> Drive safe, Lloyd. See you later. All right. That's Kevin Eubank uh, joining us. And he is the best of the best. And I just have to point out, one of the things that makes Kevin so extraordinary is he's forever curious and he's constantly learning. Uh, and it's a it's a set of traits that we often talk about on this show 
And whether we're talking about someone who is in business or someone who's in government or politics or somebody who's doing something unique to help the homeless uh, or overcome addiction, it's that curiosity. Uh, And I love Kevin's curiosity. He loves to get into it and to to talk about how it happened, why it happened, why it was weird this time. Uh, Those are things that are what you have to have if you're going to achieve excellence at anything. And we're always uh, grateful that we get to tap into Kevin's excellence uh, when it comes to our weather, especially here in the state of Utah and throughout the West. Uh, And so as we round out our day today here on Inside Sources, uh, we've we've covered a lot of ground. We've gone everything from Calvin Coolidge uh, all the way to Snowmageddon and everything in between. And so many important lessons there, including a, a super important conversation with Floyd Morey, Uh, talking about the internment camp out at Topaz uh, and, of course, the anniversary of uh, President Roosevelt signing that infamous executive order, 9066, that sent so many Japanese-Americans to those internment camps, something that we cannot forget. Uh, If you missed that, make sure you go to KSL Podcast today and listen to that segment. Floyd uh, has such rich uh, history and knowledge and just such great perspective. It's a great interview. So check that out on the podcast. Again, just go to kslpodcast.com and then find Inside Sources, and you'll see them right in there. It's a great way. If you miss any portion of the show, it's always a good way to go back and check that. And a lot of times we get back. I actually had a couple of people text me today saying they wanted to go back and share a segment that they had heard while they were driving or why they were at work. And you can always do that at kslpodcast.com. So check that out as well. Uh, I also think we have some important conversations ahead of us. Obviously, as we march our way towards Friday, which will mark the one year of the invasion of Russia into Ukraine, and really the second. Remember, it was in 2014 when they invaded Crimea and took over that position. And as we mark this one year, it's been an eventful week. President Biden, of course, uh, traveling to Poland and then taking truly a historic train ride into a war zone, uh, 10 hours each way, Uh, Again, you can criticize the president for politics if you want, Uh, but I think that took some real courage, some real guts, and made a very clear statement to the world about uh, why freedom matters and why we have to stand uh, against uh, tyrants and dictators like Vladimir Putin. And I think the president doing that, just recognize what he did physically, stamina-wise, goes from the United States to Poland. That's a long trip. That exhausts anybody. He then took a 10-hour train ride uh, into Kiev, Ukraine, met with President Zelensky and the First Lady of Ukraine, and then was there for about five or six hours, jumped back on the train, another 10 hours, rolling back, and then a speech in Poland, uh, and uh, a lot more yet to come. That's going to wrap it up for us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. I'm Boyd Matheson. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, live team coverage, severe Utah weather on KSL News Radio, your all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. 
I'm Andrea Smartin, and my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.